Welcome to Between the Reads, a podcast about black books. I'm your host, Audra Russell. Welcome to season three. There are so many great new things happening this year with the podcast, and I can't do it without your support. So please consider heading over to patreon.com slash between the reads to join. Are you ready, booze and bros? Then sit back, relax, and let's get to it. Val Jean Jeffers is a speculative fiction writer, screenwriter, Spelman College graduate, and a member of the Horror Writers Association and the Carolina African American Writers Collective. She is the author of 10 books, which include her Immortal, Mona Livelong Paranormal Detective, and the Switch series. Val Jean has been published in numerous anthologies, including Steam Funk, The Ringing Ear, Luminescent Threads, Connections to Octavia E. Butler, Fitting in Historical Accounts of Paranormal Subcultures, Sycorax's Daughters, Black Magic Women, The Bright Empire, and most recently, All the Songs We Sing, Bled Rodica Volume 1, Slay Stories of the Vampire Noir, Obsidian Tales, and Sorghum and Spear, The Way of Silk and Stone. She is also the screenwriter of the film adaptation of her novel, The Switch to Clockwork. Val Jean, welcome to Between the Reads. Thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a small correction. It's pronounced Valjean. Valjean. Okay. Mm, pronounced Thank Valjean. you for saying that, mm-hmm. y'all. It's yeah. Valjean. Okay. You were reading absolutely... so beautifully and you had a flow. I said, I'm not going to interrupt her till she finishes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Valjean, thank you so mm-hmm. much. Yes, because we, you know, we gotta get the names right. Absolutely. So let's get right to it. Okay. Immortal. Give our readers a brief synopsis of what this is about. Okay. Um, there are four novels in the Immortal series. Um, I start from from immort- just Immortal, because there, okay. there are four that, that follow it. Um, starts out with a young woman, young black woman. Mm-hmm. She's a healer. Um, she works in a drug clinic, and she's very good at her job. But she keeps having all these. Um, very vivid, horrifying sometimes, and sometimes erotic dreams. Mm-hmm. And so from these dreams, two figures will emerge. Um, one who has the, holds the key to what she's experiencing, and another one that threatens her whole, her whole planet. Mm-hmm. Yes, and mm-hmm. it is very, very good. Thank so you. So where did the idea come from? I don't know. Um... <laughs> You know, I didn't. I never thought of myself as a writer, always as a reader, and um, and I loved. I always loved speculative fiction, but until Octavia Butler, I didn't know of any speculative black speculative fiction writers. And then I discovered her, and after that, uh, Nalo Hopkinson and Tanana Reed Do. Those were the those were the. And then I was like, well, if they're doing it. Maybe I can do it. And so I just kind of floated things around in my mind, you know, to see what I came up with. And and that idea emerged. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, Tundra is a world where there's no racism. Mm -hmm. There's no sexism. There's no violence. There's no weapons. Mm -hmm. People are different colors like indigo and fuchsia. Actually, they're black. They're black. They are black. Indigo is... 
and it's okay because some readers see them as black and some see them as different colors. Indigo okay. is actually black. Okay. Um, bronze is Latina, Latinx. Okay. Um, okay. Copper is Native American. Okay. And Ishii is, is Caucasian. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I was wondering because I saw some parallels in there, but in my mind, it just went into mm -hmm. they were just colors. And that's, you know, hey, mm -hmm, yeah, whatever the reader, like, yeah, whatever, because the reader's going to get in different interpretations when they read your stuff, so. Mm -hmm. Right, right, mm -hmm. right. And then you have tundra politicians who bankrolled illicit drugs. Mm -hmm. There were no liquor stores, and there were clinics for anyone wanting to get off drugs. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't always that way in Tundra. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us the backstory of that world? Um, before the, um, the time of legend, that's what it's called. It, it, Immortal 2 is called Immortal 2, the time of legend. Before the time of legend, kind of picture society very similar to ours. Mm -hmm. um, there were a lot of wars going on. Um, People were starving in the streets. Nobody really cared, you know. Um, and the people uh, of different provinces decided enough was enough. And they mm -hmm. took their society, really took their world back. Mm -hmm. And they banned weapons. The only place you mm -hmm. could find weapons in the tundra that, that, you, that you read about in Mortal is in museums. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they just... So then know, why... Why did you want, why did you, since they are, you know, they're black and they're Native American, why mm -hmm. did you choose to name them, you know, fuchsia and copper and amber and indigo? But a different world. Okay. Just, um, that's how I conceived. Yeah. Okay. It's a different, yeah, just a different alternate universe. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Now, the belief system of Tundra, I'm wondering about this, because the book mentions the year of our one. Mm-hmm. So can you elaborate on that a little bit? That's the, like the year of the year of God. Okay. The year that God, you know, God gives us this is this particular year. The, okay. The one so is, is God. Uh -huh. One is God. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I was yeah. just wondering about their, their whole mm -hmm. belief system. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then let's go back a little bit because you talked about the time of legend. Mm -hmm. So let's expand on that a little bit more. What is the time of legend in this? The book? time of legend is the time when the revolution took place, mm -hmm. when citizens decided to, to, to take back their world. And they okay. said, you know, this is our world. It doesn't mm -hmm. belong to you. You know, mm -hmm. um, they decided that they would no longer uh, let old men send young men off to die in wars. Mm -hmm. And so that was a time of legend. The second novel, um, well, I don't want to give too much away, but the second novel, Explore, <laughs> <laughs> kind of travels back in time, and you okay. see the time. This That's the time of legend. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so is the book of legends, is, does that just record everything that happened yeah, it's during like a that Holocaust? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's like a history right. book, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, you have, in the book, there are the others, and I know Carla and Joseph mm -hmm. are, are two of the others. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, describe to our readers what the others are, because I thought they were really neat. Thank you. They're, they're uh -huh. supernatural. They're mm -hmm. supernatural creatures. They're werewolves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're werewolves. Yeah. And they can, mm -hmm. shape, they can shape shift whenever they want to. It's not something like, you know, the moon is full. Oh, God, you know, look at my hands. It's if they need their powers, they tap, they're able to tap into them. 
Mm-hmm. That's why they're called. But they others. didn't know that mm-hmm. they were other Mm-mm. because no. they were kind of time traveling, you know, through the book, and they mm-hmm. were what they they thought were dreams, but it was actually them in mm-hmm. other lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like revelations. Somebody on Twitter actually uh, um, ta- talked about this to me. Have you ever thought about how we could travel in dreams? I said, well, I actually wrote about that. You know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mm-hmm. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what I wrote about. And, and that the dreams are like different realities when they sleep. It's like mm-hmm. they're like different realities, like what mm-hmm. happened. You remember what happened with her when she traveled back to. um, God, what is the name of that city she traveled back to? I can't remember, can't remember, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and that guy in Teotep attacked her. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Now, are Matt and Carlos, are they both also others? They're all, yeah, they're others. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there are more that will be introduced that are introduced in the second novel. Those okay. are just, yeah. Mm-hmm. So how did you come up with the concept of, because you have, you have Teotep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, without giving too much away, I'll just say that he is immortal. Mm-hmm. And... He wants to end this kind of utopian society mm-hmm. that Tundra is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, are are the are the four others because he seems especially interested in kind of ruining them, especially Carla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, can you tell us a little bit about why, without giving the book away, why is he so interested in these four others? He's he's very. Teotep is the archetype, archetype of the man you know or woman that stalks you, mm-hmm. who wants total control over you, mm-hmm. you know. And then in, in his own twisted way, he feels like he loves her. Mm-hmm. But it's a very, like I said, it's a very twisted love. And yes. so he figures if he can get rid of um, Joseph, then he'll have, really, he wants to destroy everything around her. Mm-hmm. Joseph, Matt, Opal, yeah, anyone that she's close to. And he figures once he does that, then he'll he'll have her to himself. She won't have any place else to go. You know. But why is he so... Low down? Know, he, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is just obsessed with her, like... like you know, mm-hmm. and, and ruining Tundra. Okay, if he wants her, why does he have to ruin Tundra in the process you of You know, that? think about the power dynamic that we're dealing with right now in this, okay. in this country. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, what? You know, why do you need all this money? You think mm-hmm. you can take it with you? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just crazy, you know, mm-hmm. and willing to let the earth, our planet, just die. Yes. Yeah. And so what you have is you have someone who is totally obsessed with her, totally obsessed with power and control mm-hmm. and warping things, changing the reality to what he feels like it would suit him. That would give him the most most control, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm okay. just like, he, <laughs> okay. you know, I'm just like, OK, but he's obviously, you know, I'm like he is really obsessed with Carla mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. It, to the point where he has this 
uncanny ability he can control people's thoughts in mm -hmm. their dreams mm -hmm. yeah. and you know he's he's recruiting more people mm -hmm. to be a part of his army mm -hmm. and yeah. I just found that really interesting and you know I have all the other books on my Kindle and I need to read them because I was just oh thank kind you of, so much oh yes uh, absolutely because I'm, I'm trying to figure out like what is his what deal, is his deal? Like, he, yeah he's trying to he's trying to get everybody he's he's because when he recruits people he he gives them the they have to go through this like transmogrification yeah. mm -hmm. yeah. and then once they do he tells them that if you you know pass the initiation mm -hmm. that you, you can have all the drugs that you want because mm -hmm. people do placid and they do rush mm -hmm. and you know it won't harm you it won't you won't, you know, have any side effects from it. Mm -hmm. And you'll be beautiful if you weren't already beautiful and you'll mm -hmm. be like supernaturally strong. But what they don't know is that they'll become shells of themselves. Yeah. One day the they will, they will miss, they'll miss their humanity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm just mm -hmm. wondering what he's recruiting all these people for. Yeah. For, for his, like you said, you said it best for his army. And yeah, but what is this army for? You know, to, to... art imitates life. <laughs> and I look at, you know, you look at somebody, for example, like Putin. You're like, mm -hmm. what is your deal? Right. <laughs> you know, right. you've been president like 16 years. Okay? Right, right. You know, and, and it's like, I'm thinking, it would seem to me that the older you get, the you would kind of wonder what was on the other side and what kind of life I've lived. And mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying? And it's right. like, they just, you know, they, they just continue on, you know, mm -hmm. with no, with no forethought. I'm like, um, you know, eventually you're going to die, right? Eventually they're going to put some dirt on you. Okay. You do realize that. But... <laughs> Yeah, I, I just like I said, I'm just really I was like, what is what is his problem? What is he? Yeah, what, what is mean? his problem? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, because he like I said, he's so obsessed with Carla and, mm -hmm. and, and at the same time he's building this war. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all these questions are going through my head. I'm like, mm -hmm. are you you know, you want Carla, but you also want to destroy everything destroy around you. What he wants, he wants chaos. Yeah. It's like he can rule through rule through chaos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah okay so. well <laughs> he's a bad now. guy yeah yes he guy. is but you know yes, in a way he he's kind of sexy i mean the way i built him you know you said uh, not really <laughs> i don't know <laughs> he kind of scary to me <laughs> he just appeared in the in the beginning when he just appeared in the corner of her room and i'm mm -hmm. like yeah. Okay. Scared her to right. death, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what's that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That mm -hmm. he, it's kind of creepy the way he can just, you know, <laughs> show up, just materialize mm -hmm. wherever yeah. he wants to. And even more creepy than that, like I said, him with, you know, with controlling people's thoughts mm -hmm. and, you know, making them sleepwalk and just be in different oh, worlds yeah. and mm -hmm. then come back yeah. mm -hmm. and they don't yeah. know what's happened to them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and that's especially scary for Carla because she's a reformed drug addict. Drug addict. You know, you know they used to be together. I don't know if you picked that up. They used to be. They used to be together. I got inklings of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. she talked about how, 
you know, they were lovers before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. that was interesting. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Like I said, you know, the, the, the lover that, that stalks you, male mm-hmm. or female, that you cannot get rid of. Right. You know, and um, I think someone, some, I, someone said a while back that one thing about psychos is that they're really committed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they they're they're one hundred percent all the way. Stop at nothing mm-hmm. to get what yeah. they want. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now in the book, they talk about looking at the illuminé. Mm-hmm. That's the sun. It is the sun. That's the sun. Okay, mm-hmm. so you have all these beautiful words for Thank all you. these things Thank that you. are just you know mm-hmm. things in our world, but you've given it a whole different vocabulary thank you so what made you decide to do that um actually I started out as a poet okay before uh uh-huh before I was ever published I was published as a poet okay um and the ringing ear black poets lean south that's one of them and um revelry Mm -hmm. so just kind of really like playing with words um Mm -hmm kind of just tapping into your imagination and mm-hmm. then kind of trying to write something that the reader will like you dig it, you know, mm-hmm. the reader mm-hmm. will, you know, um, I don't know, identify with or find it, you know, inspire the imagination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when I was reading, I can always tell when I'm into a book because mm-hmm. when I read and I start to see pictures in my mm-hmm. head, mm-hmm. that's when I know I'm really invested in the story. Thank you so much. That's why, you know, oh, yeah, Thank absolutely. You. That's why, you know, going back to the way that you that you talked about their skin color, they're, mm-hmm. they're actually, you know, different races, but mm-hmm. the way you used color. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's almost like you deconstructed race. Oh, wow, thanks. I think that you was know? actually what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that races, how do I say this? It's kind of what we put on it, mm-hmm. I guess is what I'm trying to say. You mm-hmm. know, what we, what we call black, what we call brown, what we call, mm-hmm. you know, so I think that's a that's a really brilliant way of putting it, de- deconstructing it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's that's what it, and and really the whole book, you know, when I'm looking at things because I saw parallels, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, when you wrote about certain things, I was like, that sounds like indigenous peoples, you mm-hmm. know, and I was just making connections because mm-hmm. I'm a very, you know, I don't just read. I kind of read and I'm always in the background thinking mm-hmm. of what is this similar to now? Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. I said, your words are very, it, it kind of, it took me a minute to get my footing in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But once I did, it didn't take very long. But once I did, like I said, it's like you took the world we're in now and deconstructed it mm-hmm. and then rebuilt it and redefined it. You know, and and I really liked the one part in the book where you said that the people on Tundra were actually immune to racism and sexism. Mm -hmm. That was really, really powerful. You know, I I was like, oh, I I wish I could be immune to it. (laughs) You know, that's what I I guess. Really, I built the world that I would like to see. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think we came really close to it in the sixties and the seventies. And then somehow another, we just fell off, you know, mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, that's what I would like our world to become. 
yeah. where we take care of Mother Earth, mm-hmm. where we take care of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, racism is nothing more than a tool used by the yes. very powerful to divide us. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and when I was writing, that's I guess I was writing what I would, like I said, what I would like to see our world become, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, this book ends on quite a bit of a cliffhanger. Oh, <laughs> but you have the next one, so. <laughs> I do. I do. But this is a series, mm-hmm. and there are five books in the series. Four. Four. Four books in the mm-hmm. series. Okay. Yeah, four. Now, can you tell us a little bit more about the things we'll be seeing in the other series? Okay. Um, I'll give away too much. But they will travel back in time to the time of mm-hmm. legend. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's when they meet the the other part of their family. Because okay. there are six others in total. So, mm-hmm. of course, Matt doesn't make it, but... You know, when you right. get to, yeah, when you get to, oh, God, I just gave away a big one. Oh, well. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> Trust me, it's a big, but it's a small. It's a small, but, okay. Yes. Yeah, yes. so um, they they go back to the time of legend, and what they're really trying to do is stop what Teotep has, has put in process, okay? Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. They're like I said, they're all werewolves. Mm-hmm. Um, they are guardians that come into play. Mm-hmm. I really think you'll like the time of legend. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm excited to read it. In Immortal Three, mm-hmm. that's when I bring in um, vampires. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I have and a vampire in there. She's one of my favorite characters. Okay. Uh, Annabelle. Yeah. She is kind of a. She's a very complex character. Mm-hmm. She's really very um. What's the word I'm looking for? In the beginning, she really only cares about herself and what she needs and what she wants. Mm-hmm. But you know, characters evolve, so right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And then, what about book four? What are we gonna see in book four? Book four kind of <laughs> does it tie it all together? It ties it all together. But what has happened? You have kind of a cataclysm catastrophic event in in book three that kind of throws everything just everything off and so the Mm -hmm. characters have to how do i say the characters have to find a way to pull it back together yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay yeah so now that we know that your characters are actually black and Mm -hmm. caucasian and native american Mm -hmm. would you consider your book Afrofuturism. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I want your thoughts on this quote. We have the power to show what an inclusive future looks like. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I tried to do in any mortal in the immortal series. And I have to tell you, I love these characters. I just, mm-hmm. I love them. I fell in love with them. Um, mm-hmm. They became so real for me. And mm-hmm. through them, and, and what well, I call, I call all my characters spirits that walk across the page. Mm-hmm. Okay. And through them and in their world, I built something that I felt like 
like I said, is is what I would want our earth to look like one day, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. where the the powerful are not just oppressing, you know, the the powerless, you know, uh, we're not burning rainforests and and mm-hmm. you know people are sleeping on the streets and, and folks just step over them like they don't see them. That is not the world. I mean, we we're better than that, or we can be better than that. And right. that's what I tried to, 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 I guess it wasn't a conscious decision. It just, it just came about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Naturally mm-hmm. when I was writing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you think that white people have a place in Afrofuturism? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to put you on the hot seat <laughs> at least once. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay. But um, I mean, I have white I have white characters in my novels, um, but I don't think I mean in Afrofuturism, people of color are not sidekicks. Mm-hmm. We're not, you know, meant to be just discarded, you know, mm-hmm. or we saving the white folks, you know, mm-hmm. so they can move mm-hmm. on. I was mm-hmm. watching a show recently, and they killed off the only main black character in the show. And I just lost interest in it. Mm-hmm. I said, you got to mm-hmm. see a white folks mm-hmm. and you kill off this one main, this one character. I, I just lost interest. That's mm-hmm. not what Afrofuturism and Afrofuturism. We are at the forefront. We mm-hmm. are in control of our own destiny. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah, I think there is room for, for white characters, but you know, um, Matt is a very important character in Immortal and he's mm-hmm. very important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I believe it, it probably would mostly be populated by peoples of color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's your favorite thing about the Afrofuturism genre? That's a good question. I think it just opened up a lot of doors for us, mm-hmm. you know, um, it has like it has so many subgenres, you know, mm-hmm. S- science fiction, horror, mm-hmm. um, and and in every one we're kind of reimagining what our world is, reimagining and 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 trying to show people, you know, that this can be better. This is what we can do. I'm not mm-hmm. something. Not all of it is is um, positive. Now, well, all mm-hmm. of it's not happy. For example. And I love this movie, um, Candyman 3. I haven't watched it. <laughs> I'm too scared. Oh, girl. <laughs> I mean, and it's not a happy movie, mm-hmm. but it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Lovecraft Country. That's another Oh, one. now that I loved. I mm-hmm. was so angry that they canceled that show. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what's the other one? Uh, the Watchmen. Yes, the Watchmen mm-hmm. was very good. Yeah, I think didn't they cancel that one too? Though I think so. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which you know, it it just upsets me because it seems like anytime there is a show that shows black people in in these positions right. where yeah. we have no constraints on us, there's no racism. We're mm-hmm. not. We're not. Or there may be racism, but we're not 
we're very trained by it. Yes, mm-hmm. we're very, very powerful. powerful. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's kind of a, a side note. It's something we deal with, but it does not hinder us mm-hmm. and our ability to just really stretch and grow and, you know, have agency over right. our lives. Right. And, exactly. you know, and but every time there's a show like that, it always gets, gets canceled. Canceled. But I mean, which... sister, we are here. We are, we are here. here. And, we and we're not going on, anywhere. We don't keep on coming. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. I've just been, I've been so obsessed with, I, I found this book called Afrofuturism. Um, and it, her name is either Itasha or Waitasha. I don't know mm-hmm. how she pronounces her first name. And I cannot remember. Her, I think her last name is Womack. Mm-hmm. And I've been, and she just talks about the whole genre itself of mm-hmm. Afrofuturism. Mm-hmm. And she even relates it to art and to music like Parliament Funkadelic yeah. and Sun Ra. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ooh, I just. Sun Ra, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I've just been so, because these are things, I mean, obviously I knew about Parliament Funkadelic. Yeah. Sun Ra mm-hmm. was new to me. And so I've been listening to his music mm-hmm. and just, you know, going on this, down this rabbit hole of Afrofuturism. Mm-hmm. And I just adore it yes. you know and there yes. are books that I have on my shelf that I didn't even think of as Afrofuturism mm-hmm. but they are mm-hmm. you know like Brown Girl in the mm-hmm. Ring Brown Girl in the Ring yeah yes mm-hmm. you know and Tanana Reeve do mm-hmm. you know and now yourself you're no, a part you. of that yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know so I just I just really love it and I you yeah. know it was just you know getting to talk to you about your worlds as a part mm-hmm. of this whole thing. It's mm-hmm. just really amazing. Okay. So do you have any new books on the horizon? Um, well, you know, I have those other series, uh, Mona Live Long. That's the mm-hmm. one about the um the uh, paranormal detective. She's mm-hmm. also a sorceress. Okay. Um, and I gotta give a shout out to my guy, Quentin Veal, because he's okay. a, he's an author himself. He writes erotic mm-hmm. poetry mostly. He has written some horror. Uh-huh. And he does, he's done all my covers uh, since mm-hmm. he started with Immortal 3. So he's done okay. all my covers. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I got the Switch. I'm working on a screen. Well, I've completed a screenplay pilot for okay. the Switch. What I'm trying to do now is find representation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And are you, do you have any books in the future, like ideas of things you, you want to write? Or? Um, actually, I'm working on Mona Live Long 4. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got carpal tunnel and uh-huh. um yeah, and so it's it's very difficult um for me to write, you know, mm-hmm. I have to use my stupid hand to write and cuz I mm-hmm. I um or type. Yeah, write on notebook or type. So mm-hmm. um I'm going to get uh that text what is it? Text to speech? Is that what they call it? Uh, right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until I get healed up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, where can readers find your books? Okay. Um, Amazon, of course, they sell mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smash yes, words. Do. Okay. And I have, um, I have personal sites. So rather me and my guy have personal site, uh, www, V is mm-hmm. in Victor, Jeffers mm-hmm. and qville.com. Okay. And then, and, um, go ahead. And Smashwords, is that Smashwords.com? Smashwords is like a, it's, it's another, um, ebook. Okay. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, it's gotcha. like they, they service all of everything. Um, Kindle, Moby, all, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And, and then where else can we find your books? Um, 
Cyrogenous, I forgot to mention that one. Uh, that's okay. a that's a um, an erotic anthology that my mm-hmm. my guy and I co-edited. Um, there is a website just for Cyrogenous. It's okay. kind of long. You see, how is it? <laughs> I'm gonna have to type it and send it to you. Right? Nobody's gonna <laughs> remember it if I say it right. And right. Then, well, and, I can put it in the show notes so people okay, can see okay. it. Okay. Yeah. And so then you um, send it to me, and I'll include it. Okay. Great. And then, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I did an audio book of Immortal 3. Okay. So I have a site for that. People can get on um, on the site and listen to, like, I think it's the first nine chapters. And then okay. if they want to buy, you know, chapters, I sell them for like a dollar a piece. They can do that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. And where can we find you on social media? Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, give us your handles for, the, um, for your different platforms. Let me see. I'm on Facebook. What is my handle for Facebook? <laughs> I don't even know. Wait a minute, I'll find it. <laughs> That's why you thinking I know. about it. How about listen, everybody does it. How about Twitter and Instagram while you're looking that one up? Okay. Um, okay, it's Facebook.com slash Valjean Jeffers. Okay. That's the um and then on Instagram. Instagram.com yep. yep. Slash Valjean Jeffers. Mm-hmm. And then are you on Twitter as well? Mm-hmm. I actually have four Twitter accounts, but it's only one oh that I goodness. usually use. Yeah, I went overboard okay. with Twitter. Let me see. <laughs> I'm pull it up. Yeah, don't judge me. I mean, I just... <laughs> I don't think one or two of them I've forgotten the passwords. It's just terrible. Okay. <laughs> Y'all, Valjean is funny. She's sitting over here for my audio people. She's sitting here looking everything up while we talking. <laughs> okay. Here, wait, wait, where is it? Okay, twitter.com slash Valjean. It's very easy, mm-hmm. slash Valjean. All right, there we go. Well, we yeah. have come to the end of our show. I, I want to thank you time. so much for sharing your time and talents with me today. I had a great time, too, and I'm glad me you too, finally yeah. made it on. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was sick yes. last time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was so sad and I was so mm-hmm. looking forward to it. But I'm glad I got to read your book all over again. Yeah. And yeah. And have you on the show. So I'm so glad yeah. you came to be with me today. Thank you for having me. How do I You're pronounce awesome. your name? Is it Audrey or Audra? Audra. See there? Audra. Okay. Mm hmm. Yep. Yep. My dad named me after. Uh, a white woman on an old TV Western show called oh, wow. The Big Valley. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Well, that's a very unusual name. It's a pretty name. You may pretty. wind up as a character. <laughs> that I would be honored to be a character in one I of do that, books. yeah. When somebody has a really pretty name, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm always looking for names. So, yeah. Yes, I would be honored, y'all. I'm going to be in a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it'll be in a book. Yeah. Oh, and I won't absolutely. kill you off. I, I won't kill you oh, off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please don't do that. Don't kill me off. I want to be like a powerful sorceress or something like that. Okay. All right. All right. We'll, yeah. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And y'all, you know how I do at the end of every show. I give you a quote. And today it comes from the late, great Octavia Butler. And she said, Unite or be divided, robbed, ruled, killed by those who see you as prey. Mm. Embrace diversity or be destroyed. Mm. 
Until next time, y'all, you know what to do. Grab a book and read. And I'm out. Thanks for lending me your ear today. If you enjoyed this content, please head over to BetweenTheReads.com and leave a rating for the show. While you're there, consider supporting this independent podcast by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash BetweenTheReads. Join us next week for another great episode.